The Buffalo Bills bounced back exactly how they needed to with a 38-10 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. We're breaking that down today on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout-out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Happy Victory Monday to you. The Buffalo Bills defeated the Las Vegas Raiders 38-10. to and improved to one and one on the season. Folks, that felt good. We needed that win in a big way. After so many people in the football world took a collective dump on the Buffalo Bills, they responded exactly how they needed to. We're going to talk about things I liked, talk about a few things that I didn't like, We'll talk about what's next, recap my predictions. We're going to do the things that we do in a post-game reaction pod here on Locked On Bills. And there's no place to start this conversation in terms of things I liked other than Josh Allen bouncing back. We talked all week about Josh Allen, how he played against the Jets, how I really felt like the rest of the operation looked really good, especially when you study the tape. It was just Josh Allen, and Josh went out and had exactly the performance he needed to have. 31 of 37, 274 yards, three touchdowns, did not turn over the football. He was efficient. He made good good decisions. He allowed the game to come to him. He played smart. He used everything about last week's performance that was wrong and corrected it this week. We saw him take those easy button throws. And then as the game moved along, it opened up some chances down the field with the play-action game. He looked like vintage Josh Allen. He certainly played within himself, but also had those vintage moments that we love from Josh Allen. Let's talk about some of those. How about late the, the last play of the first quarter? Drawing Vegas offsides, taking advantage of the free play, finding Gabe Davis down the field for a big chunk of yards. Heck of a catch by Gabe Davis on that play. The ball handling on the Bills' second touchdown. Josh's first touchdown pass of the game to Dawson Knox. Hid the ball to sell the fake. Rolled to his left. Found an open Dawson Knox for six points. Third and eight with about a minute left in the first half. Allen pumps to his left. Then scans all the way across the field to find Stephon Diggs for a 17-yard gain. That led to the eventual Khalil Shakir Touchdown reception, which was a crazy throw. Two Raiders defenders are at Josh Allen's feet. 
I have no idea how Josh Allen gets the ball out. Great catch and finish by Khalil Shakir. The third and two on the plus 38 on the opening drive of the third quarter. Looks to his left. He pumps again. Comes all the way back the, across the field and finds Stephon Diggs for a first down. Later on that drive, the fourth and goal from the two. Rolls to his right. Throws back across the middle of the game. Davis for a touchdown. Third and six midway through, midway through the, thir- the fourth quarter. Rolls to his right, signals for Gabe to go vertical on a scramble drill and drops a dime in the bucket. It was an absolutely magnificent bounce-back performance by Josh Allen, doing exactly what I hoped he would do. Took care of the football, played smart, made big plays, kept the offense on schedule, and made it really, really tough for the Raiders to stay in the game. Now, moving forward, it's about stacking performances, right? Stacking performances. This makes us feel really good about putting week one behind us, stack these performances, and leave no doubt as to Josh Allen's status as an elite NFL quarterback. All the conversations last week, what disappointed me about them, I said last week, Josh Allen deserves every ounce of criticism that is going to come from that performance against the Jets. But what I didn't mean was that we blow this completely out of perspective. You can isolate it and talk about that one game and have good vision and understanding about what's going on with the player and with the team. Now, I know that you could point to kind of that stretch late in the season last year as a concern into that Jets performance, but you got to let things play out. It's week one. Have we not learned a thing in watching football throughout the years about what week one can tell us and what it cannot tell us? That got out of control. Josh Allen bounces back magnificently stack these performance now josh that's the key moving forward stacking these types of performances you know and what really made me happy about the game is that you didn't feel like josh played scared or nervous or wasn't willing to make throws he played smart and very intelligently used the gifts that he has when necessary. But at the same time, taking the throws built into this offense that Ken Dorsey has for him and just kept this offense on schedule pretty much all game long. We'll move off Josh Allen, but we had to give him his due here to start off our conversation. How about the pass catchers in this game? Gabe Davis, six catches on seven targets, 92 yards and a touchdown. Big catches and big moments showed strong hands. Made some tough grabs. Very reliable target for Josh Allen in this football game. Stephon Diggs, seven catches, 66 yards on seven targets. I thought there was good distribution of the football. I mean, Steph made had a great game. That's a, that's a good football game. He didn't have to dominate this football game, but when his answer, when his number was called, he answered every single time. Dalton Kincaid, five catches, 43 yards on six targets. Showed some toughness. The rookie took some hits in this one. He delivered some hits as well. Proving to be a very reliable safety valve for Josh Allen in this game. Love how the utilization of Dawson or Dalton Kincaid evolved from week one to week two. Khalil Shakir coming through in a big moment. You know, Khalil Shakir certainly looks like he's going to be a very small piece of this offense, and in the moments when he has an opportunity to make a play, he's got to make them, and he did this time. Good to see Dawson Knox coming through with a touchdown reception. 
Josh Allen goes out and completes 31 passes to nine different receivers. That's a great job of getting everyone involved. How about the offensive line of this football game? Big conversation all week long. Spencer Brown against Max Crosby. You didn't feel like that was going to go well for the Bills. It did. Spencer Brown answered the call. Really went out there and played good football. And I'm not going to say that every rep was a win for Spencer Brown, but my goodness, he kept Max Crosby quiet, didn't have a sack, didn't have a quarterback hit. In fact, no Raiders defensive lineman had a sack or a quarterback hit. Now, they got two sacks, both from linebackers. But this Bills offensive line stepped up in a big way. Averaged over five yards per carry on 35 rushes. That's a great job by the offensive line in pass protection, in run blocking, and especially when you felt like there was a big-time mismatch in favor of the Raiders with Crosby against Spencer Brown. The Bills had the right plan. Spencer Brown stepped up to the plate, and the offensive line enabled this offense to have the day that they had out on the football field. So the offensive line, and in particular Spencer Brown, gets some flowers. Now I'm very excited to study the tape and really get into the nuance of the matchup and and see where it went right and maybe where it went wrong. But after watching that game, I don't know how you come away thinking anything other than Spencer Brown stepped up to the plate, the offensive line played well, and from here, just like I said about Josh Allen, it's about stacking performances and showing consistency. But obviously a great step in the right direction for the O-line and, of course, for Josh Allen. I got a bunch more to talk about in things that I like, but first I need to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And folks, it's so easy to create a free job post over at LinkedIn Jobs. So once you do, you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedInJobs.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, you got to check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the funnest, the easiest, the fastest way to play daily fantasy sports. The format is awesome. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you versus thousands of other players, including pros, including sharks. It's just you versus the numbers. Here's all you do. You pick two or more players. You pick more or less on their projected stats, and you place your entry. That's it. It doesn't take long. You can make an entry in under a minute, and then when you win, the withdrawals are super quick and super easy. I love watching football. I love it even more when I have a prize picks entry because it just makes watching games that much more exciting. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use our code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use our code locked on NFL. That'll get you a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, folks, let's get into more things that I liked. And my throat is definitely a little hoarse today. I enjoyed watching the Bills play that football game. And I've spent a lot of time outside this weekend, so maybe it's some allergy stuff here. But uh, we're going to power through this and talk about this win. More things that I liked. How about those running backs? How about James Cook? 17 rushes, 123 yards, 
He showed some toughness. He showed some explosiveness. I told you this run game was close. And they hit some nice runs. They were consistent throughout the game. And obviously, James Cook anchored that rushing attack, the leading ball carrier in this football game. And he played well. I think one of the weirdest criticisms that I saw last week was people criticizing James Cook against the Jets. What are we doing? He was close. He was really close. And that's a good front. Uh, The Bills cashed in quite a bit against the Raiders and James Cook, the lead ball carrier in an outstanding day running the football for the Bills offense. But you got to love how they got the other backs going as well. Damian Harris, seven carries, 33 yards and a touchdown. Latavius Murray, six carries, 22 yards and a touchdown. Also had a couple of catches. I thought the Bills needed some physicality at times running the football, and they were able to turn to Latavius Murray to provide that. All in all, 35 rushes, 183 yards, two touchdowns. That includes two Kyle Allen kneel downs at the end of the game. Averaging over five yards a rush. I think when the Bills assembled this backfield of Cook, Murray, and Harris, this is what they imagined. Some consistency throughout, but then later in the game, being able to grind it out, get some tough yards, and really being able to rely on three different players to do three different things for their offense. I thought it was a really good display of what this backfield can be. How about the offensive execution in general? No, Crent Ken Dorsey has a lot of critics out there. He had the right plan. And I think he mostly pulled the right levers at the right times, especially when it comes to personnel usage in this ballgame. The early plan with the quick passing, I think that really helped Spencer Brown with his efforts to deal with Max Crosby. When you're a pass rusher and the ball's coming out quick, that's frustrating because it doesn't matter how good you are or your ability to beat a guy. If the ball's coming out quick, you can't get there. And I think leaning into that early allowed Spencer Brown to have the game and the performance that he had. But all in all, just the preparation. You could tell this was a team ready for the moment. And and Ken Dorsey and Aaron Cromer and Joe Brady get a lot of credit for that. I thought he mixed in the run in the pass very effectively. 38 points, 29 first downs. The Bills are 7 of 13 on third downs. That's above 50%. 3 of 4 on fourth down. Hello, Sean McDermott. He gets credit for that. Some good aggressive calls there for Sean McDermott. Showing confidence in his offense. I think that's something that needed to happen. Now, obviously, that's easy to praise when it goes right, but I thought McDermott had the right idea. And and credit to him. He he was he put the kicker out there, wanted to have a little bit more time, called the timeout, thought it through, put the offense back on the field and scored a touchdown. Made it was an eleven point lead at the time, would have made it fourteen with a field goal. You're still up two scores. Might as well try to put the nail in the coffin, and they did. Thought McDermott's handling of the middle of the game, like the last four minutes of the second quarter, first part of the second half, that middle eight, thought McDermott really shined in that moment today. Back to the offense, 450 yards, 183 rushing, 267 passing, five touchdowns and seven red zone trips. He held on to the football for over 40 minutes. It's good stuff from the offense, folks. Good stuff. All right, I think that's all I have to say about the offense in terms of things I liked. Let's get into things I, I liked on the defense. I like it that they overcame a slow start. They were rough in that first series, and, and it didn't seem like it was going to be the first play of the game. Ed Oliver blows it up. They're in second and 14. The next thing you know, they're in the end zone. Five-play, 75-yard touchdown drive to start the game for the Raiders. Then the defense really bounced back from there. 
The Bills' defense finished this game allowing 10 points, 13 first downs, only three of seven third down conversions, 240 total yards, 185 passing, 55 rushing. The Raiders only had 39 offensive plays. Josh Jacobs had negative two yards rushing, nine carries, negative two yards. We talked all week about how the Bills were going to match heavy personnel, downhill gap power run scheme with a 250-pound fullback, a 220-pound running back, and Josh Jacobs that had 1,600 yards last year. They held Josh Jacobs to nine carries for negative two yards. I thought all of the criticism towards the Bills' run defense last year, last week, was completely misguided. I talked about it at length. They gave up an 83-yard run on a misalignment. Now, that's not okay. You don't throw it out. But the other 26 plays were pretty good for the Bills' run defense. And then I think you saw the consistency this week. Took that away from them completely. Defensive line controlled the line of scrimmage, especially in the run game. And now you're not going to look at the box score and see these gaudy stats for the Bills defensive linemen. But you're looking at Oliver, his impact. If you watch that football game, you felt it. Greg Rousseau, you felt it. Big tackle for loss, got his hand on the ball for the Terrell Bernard interception. Daquan Jones controlled his gaps. Thought A.J. Ebenezer had a great game. So, like, I, I don't have quarterback hits and sacks and tackle for loss numbers to give you, but you know those guys controlled this football game, especially at Oliver and Greg Rousseau. How about Terrell Bernard? Sparked the team with that interception. Now, credit to Greg Rousseau for getting his, his hand on the ball. But that interception was a big-time play. Had six tackles. Remember that the Raiders only ran 39 plays. That's it. Six tackles, a pass breakup, and an interception. And being mindful of some of those plays coming at the end of the game where the Bills' backups are in. I mean, how many plays did they run with their starting offense? 30? 33? Something like that? Terrell Bernard played well. His run defense felt really good just watching it live. I'm excited to watch the tape. But he was triggering and filling. I think that starts with the work up front by the D-line. But he filled well against the run, made some nice physical stops. Through two games, I'm, I'm really encouraged with Terrell Bernard. Really encouraged. How about Matt Milano? Was that interception unreal or what? That was a play that got me off the couch quick. I mean, I love watching the Bills. They certainly provoke a lot of emotion from me. That was a moment where, I, I mean, I saw that play. I stood up quick. That was a special play. I mean, he, he mossed him. He mossed him. Crazy good interception. Jordan Poyer, I thought he bounced back. Sent him on some blitzes, made some tackles. Felt like his 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 he played just so much better than last week. But I'm looking forward to studying the tape of the defense. It won't take long, 39 plays. Kind of really understanding what went right for the Bills on defense. Some good things on special teams as well. Damian Harris, 41-yard kick return. Clean day of fielding punts for Deontay Hardy. Sam Martin had one punt, 54 yards, all net. It was inside the 20. That's a great punt. Tyler Bass, a perfect day, one of one on field goals. Five of five on extra points. All right, we're going to talk about things I didn't like, recap my predictions, and talk about what's next here in just a moment. But first, I need to tell you about FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel. 
America's number one sports book because right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $2 or $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. Again, that's FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Bills Mafia, let's get personal for a minute. Has anyone ever been caught skinny dipping? You know what I mean. When you dip your tortilla chip just barely enough to get a dab of salsa on it, it's okay. We've all been there. Sometimes it's not your fault. Most tortilla chips can't even handle a chunky dip without breaking right in half. But those days, they're over. It's time to say goodbye to skinny dipping and hello to chunky dunking because Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips are literally made to dip. They're strong and they're sturdy enough to handle the heftiest dips of guac, all seven layers of dip, and every last chunk of salsa. So say goodbye to skinny dipping and hello to chunky dunking with Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips available at Wegmans in the chip aisle. Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips equipped to dip. All right, let's get into some things I didn't like and hopefully my, my voice can hold up here. We're struggling here, folks. Things I didn't like. Well, I didn't like the start to the game. Defense goes on the field first, five plays, 75 yards, touchdown for the Raiders. The offense gets the ball back, three and out. And by the end of the game, that felt like 100 years ago, but that's not a great start to the game. Didn't like that. I didn't like the failed goal line sequence. 14 to 10, halfway through the second quarter, third and goal from the one. Shotgun handoff to Latavius Murray brings up fourth and goal from the one. Another shotgun snap, an incomplete pass. Now, I think the design was to go to Hardy, who fell down. It was going to be an easy touchdown. But then he has digs. Josh has digs open in the back of the end zone. He gets a little bit of pressure and forces one to Dawson Knox. So two, two plays from the one, both out of shotgun, one to Latavius Murray, and the other just kind of a failed situation because the primary option fell down. Josh Allen's your quarterback. In a goal-to-goal situation from the one, quarterback sneak, Ken. Quarterback sneak twice in a row. Didn't cost him, but let's learn from that. Let's see here. I don't like that they gave up that 23-yard return on the kick return. It, it wasn't that explosive of a play, but the, the, the kick was a little short, and the, the kick coverage just felt a little leaky there. And we know that the Bills want to lean into playing special teams. They, they pay a lot of guys for special teams. And now you've had two games now where you give up a punt return touchdown, and then on that play, <clears throat> really felt like the, the punt coverage, the kick coverage, excuse me, was a little bit leaky there. So I didn't love that. I think there were some times in this game, despite a really good defensive performance, I don't think the pass rush showed up on a few third downs. I mean, Jimmy G was able to step up in the pocket, find some guys down the field, and in some critical moments where you, you were really kind of leaning on the pass rush, I thought they were quiet. Now, they had some very good moments, but there were certainly plenty, a, a couple of times where they couldn't get pressure, nobody's getting off blocks, Jimmy G's able to step up and the Raiders are making plays on second effort. Now, you can live with some of that because it's a lot better than just losing routes and getting overmatched. They're making plays off of Jimmy G buying time in the pocket, but I think the pass rush was a little better. We wouldn't be having those conversations. Let's talk about my predictions. I always give five predictions. Let's see how I did. My first prediction was that the Bills defense would get three sacks. 
Didn't happen. They didn't get any sacks. So two weeks in a row, Jimmy G does not get sacked. Bills were close a few times, but didn't get any, and I predicted three. So I didn't get that one right. Number two, I predicted Josh Allen accounts for three or more touchdowns. That happened. Got exactly three, so that's correct. Predicted three Bills receivers with at least 50 yards. We got two, and we got two more that was close. So Davis, 92, Dig 66, then Kincaid, 43. I just needed seven more yards there. And then James Cook had 36. But the important thing is what I was trying to communicate there is that I thought this was the type of game where the Bills could get multiple guys involved in the passing offense. And that happened, but I didn't quite get the prediction correct. I predicted 100 yards for James Cook. That happened. He had 123. And I predicted a Bills win. So that happened. I go three for five this week. And I was close on on one that I missed. Uh, As for the AFC East, I'm recording this during Jets and Cowboys. Don't know what happened there. Patriots and Dolphins play Sunday night, so I don't know what happens there. The Chiefs got beat by the, or excuse me, they got by by the Jags. It was a close game, but the Chiefs win. They get to one and one. And the Bengals fell to 0-2 with their loss to the Ravens. Next up for the Bills is a road date with the Washington Commanders. Next up for this podcast is All-22 Review and herd mentality. Folks, I got to get out of here. My voice is not holding up any longer. I enjoyed this. Enjoy your victory Monday. Looking forward to studying the tape and breaking that down for you in our next conversation. As always, I kindly ask that you rate, review, share, and subscribe. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills. And I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.